0: Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, I will be breaking down the Thursday night and the early games for week seven, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, you already know what it is, it's that time of week once again. It is the week seven roundup going through all the games in the NFL. So and this week was a tricky week, actually, because you had six teams that were on the bye. So, well, let's get into it. Uh, We'll start with the Thursday night game. That was Cleveland hosting the Denver Broncos and Cleveland ends up winning that 17-14. Uh, Looking at the quarterbacks for the Browns, uh, we saw that uh, Baker Mayfield did not play in this one, so um, he had the shoulder injury last week. So, Case Keenum, uh, Case Keenum, he's still in the league, believe it or not. Um, Yeah, so he's backing up Baker Mayfield. Had a, you know, okay game, Um, I'm sure... He wasn't getting too many starts in uh, in fantasy, and definitely not daily fantasy. So, um, 33 pass attempts, 21 completions, 199 yards with a touchdown pass, and he was sacked once. So, you know, a very safe game, you know, uh, just keeping things afloat for the Cleveland Browns, which he did, so... Let's talk about the running backs. Now, we know that um, last week, Kareem Hunt, he went down with injury. Um, Then you had Nick Chubb, who was out with injury. So they go to their third string running back. Uh, Interesting story with this kid, uh, Dearness Johnson. Um, Drafted in 2018, was out of football for a while was trying to link on anywhere you know could have been canadian league could have been anywhere else he was just trying to get in and he has the spotlight game on a thursday night and the kid really showed out uh 22 rushes 146 yards with a touchdown and he also caught two passes for 22 yards so excellent showing from the kid uh very nice game for him and actually in one of my leagues out you know being that everyone's calling it uh by by Armageddon or by Armageddon whatever how you pronounce it um yeah so I, I I was in a desperate spot so I started this kid came out smelling like a rose so yeah so good showing for him uh I'm want to say Chubb may be back for the next game. If not, you got this kid here, Johnson, who uh, ran the ball well. As far as the receivers go, uh, not too much action going on. Uh, Austin Hooper, two catches, 42 yards on three targets. Jarvis Landry is back. He had five catches, 37 yards, and that was on eight targets. Odell Beckham Jr., targeted six times, two catches, 23 yards. And then Andy Schwartz, of course, two catches for him, 22 yards on three targets. And then uh Demetric Felton. That's the backup uh he's actually the backup running back now that, you know, everybody is down. And he had three catches for 21 yards and he had two rushes for 13 yards. So, you know, Cleveland did what they had to do. The defense showed up and played well. Um, As far as the Broncos go, Teddy Bridgewater, not a great game. 33 pass attempts for him, 23 completions, 187 yards, two touchdowns, and he had one interception. So, um, as far as the run game, it's... um, And there's no need for me to say it each and every week. You already know what it is. uh, Timeshare. Javante Williams. Four rushes. 20 yards. He did catch six passes for 32 yards. in, In a touchdown. And he did that on seven targets. And then Melvin Gordon. Eight rushes for him. 18 yards. He did have two catches for 14 yards. In a touchdown. So... Um, and that was on three targets, by the way. So both your running backs accounted for the, the, uh, receiving touchdowns. So, uh, so, you know, if you own either one of those guys, I guess you take that. As far as the receivers go, Court, Courtland Sutton, him and Bridgewater has that connection. Five catches, 68 yards, uh, Noah Font. Five catches for him, 39 yards. That's on seven targets. Sutton's was also on five targets, by the way. And then you had Tim Patrick. He was targeted five times, two catches, 16 yards. So, you know, it wasn't the most thrilling of uh, Thursday night games, but it was just refreshing to see the kid kind of have his moment. So uh, coming up for Detroit, I mean, not for Detroit, Coming up for Cleveland, they face the Pittsburgh Steelers, their division rival. So they host the Pittsburgh Steelers, who will be fresh coming off the bye. And then for Denver, they go to Washington. So um, that should be an interesting one, to say the least. So um, Okay, so let's slide into the Sunday 1 o'clock games. So we'll start with Green Bay hosting, speaking of, the Washington football team. And they beat them 24 to 10. Aaron Rodgers, uh, doing Aaron Rodgers things, Uh, 27 uh, completions on 35 passes, pass attempts. Two hundred and seventy-four yards, three touchdowns. He had two rushes for seventeen yards, was sacked three times. So you know, typical a rod line. Um, so you know, you take that. Definitely, you know, if you you have shares and Rodgers, you definitely take that. In terms of the run game, not much going on really. Aaron Jones six rushes for nineteen yards. He did have five catches for twenty yards. And A.J. Dillon, oh, just had a horrible game. Three rushes for six yards. And then he had one catch for two yards on two targets. He also lost a fumble in this one. In terms of the receivers, Devontae Adams, of course, doing his thing. Six catches, 76 yards with a touchdown on seven targets. Uh, Robert Tanyan. Four catches for sixty-three yards and a touchdown. Oh, by the way, I should have mentioned Sunday was considered National Tight End Day. Um, to those who celebrate that. So, any event, <laughs> it seemed like all over the place tight ends were scoring, except the one I used. But that's another story. Anyway, um, <laughs> so he he had the four catches, sixty-three yards and the touchdown on five targets. Alan Lazar. Five catches for him, 60 yards and a touchdown. That's on six targets. Mercedes Lewis continue to be used. um, They're going with two tight ends here. Three catches, 31 yards on three targets. And then the ageless Randall Cobb, three catches, 22 yards on four targets. So the caveat here is uh, Devontae Adams tested positive for COVID. So um, so what has to happen is, well, I'll talk about that in a minute. Let, let, let's go to Washington and what they did. Tyler Henneke, eh, not a great game. Uh, 37 pass attempts, 25 completions, 268 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He lost a fumble in this one. He rushed it. 10 times for 95 yards and was sacked four times. So, actually, kind of take that back. It's so okay game. You know, the rushing yards pretty much saves them in this one. So, um, yeah, I guess you'll take that if you you had them in a super flex or in two QB league. Uh, in terms of the running backs, Antonio Gibson. Hmm. 14 rushes. 51 yards and then he had the two catches for five yards so it continues to be kind of a split going on here i mean he's getting the lion's share of the rushes but jd mckissick is still a presence four rushes for him 22 yards four catches 34 yards on six targets so um I've beating that horse to death uh the fact that Gibson is just a two two down back so no need to beat it any further. In terms of the receivers, Terry McLaren, seven catches for him, 122 yards and a touchdown. That's on 12 targets. Ricky Seals Jones continues to be utilized in this offense while Logan Thomas is out. Six catches, 51 yards on seven targets. And then Adam Humphreys, three catches, 36 yards on four targets. Now, good news for Washington is Logan Thomas is due back coming off of IR next week. So, will he be ready in time for their contest next week? We'll see. Uh, So... If you have shares in either guy, whether it be Ricky Steeles jones or Logan Thomas, you want to watch the practices and see what goes on with that. Mm-hmm. So Washington goes to Denver, as I just stated in the previous game. And then Green Bay has a Thursday nighter, and they go to Arizona. And the fact that chances are they won't have Devontae Adams, you definitely have to begin Uh, downgrading A-Rod at this point um, because he's going to be without his main target uh, in Devontae Adams. So, I mean, guys like uh, Lazar has to step up. Uh, I believe Marquez Valdez-Scantling was on IR, but I think he's scheduled to come back. So, uh, watch for that. So, But still, I would downgrade A-Rod. If you have somebody like a Kirk Cousins sitting on your bench, maybe a Tannehill, maybe you want to consider starting those guys over uh, Aaron Rodgers, Um, especially on the short week and him without Devontae Adams and on the road in Arizona. So something to consider, guys. So moving on to the next game. Tennessee hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. This score really surprised me. Uh, Tennessee beating the brakes off of the Chiefs, 27-3. to Wow. Oh, boy. Trouble in um, Kansas City, that's for sure. So let's talk about the quarterback um, for Tennessee. Ryan Tannehill, yeah. uh, okay game. 27 pass attempts, 21 completions, 270 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He was sacked once. He did have two rushes for six yards with the touchdown. So he counted for two touchdowns, basically. So uh, that you definitely take that. In terms of the running backs, it always starts with Derrick Henry. 29 rushes, 86 yards, one Plus is he had two catches for sixteen yards on two targets. He had a touchdown pass in this one, guys. He went one for one, five yards in the touchdown. So that definitely helps things as far as his fantasy points go. So definitely surprising, but you take it. And then his backup, uh, Darrington Evans, two rushes for him, seven yards two catches for 11 yards. So not really a threat. Only if something were to happen to Derrick Henry, uh, heaven forbid. So in terms of the, uh, receivers, AJ Brown seemed like he's coming to life. Now, uh, eight catches for him, 133 yards and a touchdown. And that's on nine targets. Uh, Julio Jones. Um, he's, you know he, you know him. He's he's dealt with his rash of injuries. So, but he played in this one, two catches, thirty-eight yards on four targets. Nicole Pruitt, the tight end, two catches for him, twenty-seven yards, and he had the touchdown on three targets. And Josh Reynolds, their third receiver, three catches, twenty-three yards. So, let's talk about Kansas City. Boy, did they lay an egg, man. Patrick Mahomes, uh, 35 pass attempts, 20 com- completions, 208 yards, one interception. Rushed it six times for 35 yards, was sacked four times. He lost a fumble in this one. Um, just awful game. He's had an awful stretch of games, guys, um, past few games. So you, we it begs the question. Uh, do you, well, you really can't sell high on him, but is he a buy low candidate? I would, I would dangle it out there cause I'm sure there's a frustrated owner who's, you know, maybe after this, this game, he's had it with him. So Maybe he's a by low candidate, so um, keep an eye out, guys. I mean, he can't play this bad all (laughs) the rest of the year. He just can't. Um, And then Chad Henning came in to spell him once the game was out of reach. 11 completions on uh, 16 pass attempts for 82 yards with no sacks. So still didn't get the offense moving, really. In terms of the run game, Daryl Williams, five rushes for him, 20 yards. He did catch three passes for 30 yards and on four targets. So, you know, it's clear that he's the guy now, now that uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is on the IR. So uh, nothing to really fear there. Jarek McKenna um, didn't have any rushes in this game, but he did catch two passes for 17 yards on four targets. In terms of the passing game, the re- receivers, Byron Pringle, oh, my gosh. Uh, he Well, he had the most yards. Uh, five catches, 73 yards on six targets. Travis Kelsey, seven catches, 65 yards. He was targeted 12 times. Tariq Hill, six catches for him for 49 yards on nine targets. He did run it. Uh, once for 18 yards in this one, and then Miko Hardman, yeah, four catches for him, 28 yards on five targets, and he lost a fumble. So, again, I say probably Pat- Patrick Mahomes a by low candidate. He can't play this bad the rest of the year. This it's no way, not under Andy Reid's watch. It's is I think it's just a bad stretch, and he'll play out of it. So, And then coming up for the Kansas City Chiefs, they take on the New York football Giants. In fact, they host them. So I say this, uh, Monday night, fire up each and every Kansas City Chief. Every person you got, fire them up for that one. Um, I think, actually, yes. Right now is the perfect time to buy low on Mahomes if um, if you're willing to do so. I mean, you know, if you have a guy like Kyler Murray, you have a guy like, even for the most part, Tom Brady, uh, Stafford, you know, maybe maybe you don't do that. Uh, a guy like uh, maybe Matt Ryan, who j- I'll speak about him in a minute, Maybe you could package package uh, Matt Ryan and something else to get Mahomes. It's a gamble, guys. But hey, um, I seen stranger things happen. So, and then for Tennessee, they go to the Indianapolis Colts uh, next week. So, moving on. Speaking of Atlanta, um, they won their contest. They went to Miami and beat Miami thirty to twenty eight. Matt Ryan had a solid game, 40 pass attempts, 25 completions, 336 yards, two touchdowns, an interception. Uh, he lost a fumble in this one and was sacked once. So, uh, coming out of that by Matt Ryan firing on all cylinders, it seems so a very nice game for him. In terms of the running backs, uh, this is such a turn of the events, um, Cordero Patterson, he has taken over the the running back room over there. 14 rushes, 60 yards and a touchdown. Uh, two catches for one yard, and that's on five um, targets. And then Mike Davis, whoof boy. Four rushes, 10 yards. So um, this is Patterson's backfield for now, guys, unless there's a trade that comes down the pike you know, you got, you got a guy like uh, Marlon Mack out there being dangled. So uh, unless a trade comes down the pike, I think this is what it is, guys. So um, I'm pretty sure Patterson is probably, uh, for the most part, owned in most leagues by now. But there was a guy on IG saying you shouldn't just uh, drop Mike Davis at this point. But, I mean, what? what I think, I think we're almost to the midway point, and he's had middling gains, but he hasn't had the breakout gain. So, I mean, if there's a better, maybe like a Khalil Herbert, who I'll speak about later, maybe he's out there you want to consider, but I don't know if you want to keep going with Mike Davis if if, you know, if you're not going to get much from him. In terms of the receivers, Kyle Pitts continues to um, elevate his game. Seven catches, 163 yards on eight targets. Didn't make it in the end zone, so maybe that's on the way. Who knows? Russell Gage, um, nice game for him. Four catches, 67 yards, and a touchdown on six targets. Pretty good. Calvin Ridley, I really thought he was going to, this was his uh, breakout moment here, but it didn't happen. Four catches, 26 yards, and a touchdown. He he was targeted 10 times, so listen, I mean, he, he's getting the targets. It's just a matter of him and Ryan getting on the same page here, so um, he's getting the work, guys. I guess you hang in there, you know, I guess you do. Uh, is he a buy low candidate oh gosh i'm not really sure <laughs> i'm not really sure because look at how Pitts is getting action now and russell gage coming to life so i don't know guys um if you could sell him maybe but yeah there uh I don't know what we're gonna see from Ridley going forward. Then Hayden Hurst, three catches for him, thirty-five yards on four four targets, and then Tajay Sharp, two catches, eighteen yards. Moving on to Miami, to attack of Veloa. I mean, he's playing good. I mean, he's and he's really been getting bombarded lately because of the overtures that the Miami front office is making in terms of Deshaun Watson and of Houston. So uh, the kid is trying to rise above it. Uh, 40 pass attempts, 32 completions, 291 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions. He rushed it four times for 29 yards, sacked once. Yeah, the kid is embattled, but he he he's playing, man. He's playing it, so you gotta give him credit there. So, but yeah, yeah, um, you know it is. He just needs support in that run game. Let's talk about the run game. In terms of that, Miles Gaskin, fifteen rushes, sixty-seven yards. Four catches, ten yards, and a touchdown. So you'll take that if you have Stocking Gaskin, you know. But uh, Flores, he this has got to be the blueprint for that run game, man. Let Gaskin run it, and then you, you know, give him a blow with these guys behind him. Selvin Ahmed seven rushes for him, twenty six yards, and then two catches for twenty six yards, and then you have Malcolm Brown, three rushes, 10 yards, then one catch for minus one yard. So I, I'll scream it from the rooftops. Gaskin should be the guy in that Miami backfield. That's, that's all I got to say on that. Moving on to the wide receivers or the tight ends and so forth. Mike Kosicki, man, he is balling. Seven catch, catches for him. 85 yards with one touchdown. That's on eight targets. Jalen Waddle still continues to be in the mix. Seven catches for him. 83 yards on eight targets. Uh, Durhan Smythe, three catches for him. 37 yards on four targets. Adam Shaheed, the tight end, the other tight end, that is. Uh, four catches for him, 23 yards on five targets. And then the other two touchdowns went to Mac Hollins, two catches, 13 yards, and the touchdown on three targets. And then Isaiah Ford, one catch for 10 yards, and the score. So, so that is the deal as far as that goes. Um, I did want to let you know who Miami gets next week let me just check and see i thought i had it here one moment let me just move on to another game i'll double back to that so moving on to the new england patriots hosting the new york jets and just pounding them 54 to 13 wow So in this one, we had Mac Jones. Mac Jones, man, I mean, he's quietly arisen above all the quarterbacks that was taken in in that draft. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, I think coming out of Dubai, you'll see a better version of him. So I'm not really ready to make that pronouncement of Mac Jones, but Mac Jones is in the conversation. That's for sure. Uh, So, I definitely say that. But, anywho. So, Mac Jones, 36 pass attempts, 24 completions, 307 yards. And he had the two touchdowns. Ran it three times for 19 yards. Was sacked once. And then, uh, once the game was out of reach, Brian Hoyer came in. Uh, four pass attempts, three completions, and 79 yards. So, some pretty good air yards over there for the Patriots. In terms of the run game, Damian Harris continues to dominate. Uh, I, a few weeks ago, I said, by low. No, no longer. He's RB2 uh, with RB1 ceiling uh, definitely the rest of the way. Uh, Fourteen rushes, 106 yards, two touchdowns, then two catches for seven yards. Then JT Taylor, remember he had the really bad game. He's bounced back here. Uh nine rushes for him, twenty one yards and two touchdowns. Then he had one catch for five yards. So so you're getting um some some pretty good play from from uh your running backs. So that that's always a uh, definitely a help to a young quarterback. So in terms of the receivers, um uh, actually it's it was a uh running back that kind of led the room, Brandon Bolden. He has now become the 2001 2021 version of James White. 6 catches, 79 yards and one touchdown on seven targets. And then we have Kendrick Bourne, four catches for him, uh, 68 yards. And he had a pa- uh, passing touchdown in this one. Uh, passed it once, completed it for 25 yards and a touchdown. So definitely uh, <laughs> uh, the coordinator over there, Josh McDaniel, getting everyone involved. Uh, New Smith, the tight end. Two catches, 52 yards on five targets. Nelson Aguilar, two catches, 51 yards in the touchdown. Jacoby Myers, five catches for him, targeted seven times for 44 yards. And then Hunter Henry is on a touchdown streak. Two catches for him, 23 yards in the touchdown. So, yeah, so uh, definitely he's the offense is definitely spread around. That's for sure. So, now let's talk about the Jets and, well, let's talk about the ineptitude of the Jets, really. So, Zach Wilson, six completions on 10 pass attempts, 51 yards. He was sacked once, but he got hurt in this one, guys. He got hurt with a PCL injury, so... Uh, yeah, so he'll be out two to four weeks. Uh, Mike White came in, didn't exactly impress 32 pass attempts, 20 completions, 202 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions and was sacked once. So yeah, um, not what you want to see in terms of the run game. Uh, not much support there. Michael Carter, he has kind of taken over that running back room so that's kind of a good thing so he'll he'll get traction he'll be okay uh 11 rushes for him 34 yards uh and then also eight catches for him 67 yards on nine targets so you definitely like to see the kid get action like that uh that's definitely something uh that's you definitely like to see so Very encouraging. Very encouraging. So, um, And then in terms of the other running back, Ty Johnson, five rushes for him, six yards, and he was involved in the pass uh, game. Six catches, 65 yards on seven targets. So it seems like um, the white was uh, going not going too far down the field with his pet throws. So trying to hit his, uh, running backs in the flat and so forth. Corey Davis for him, four catches, 47 yards in the touchdown on six targets. So he, he found a way in the end zone. That's good. If you got stock in him, that's definitely so- something that's, uh, definitely a plus in the plus column. And then, You have Jamison Crowder, also targeted six times, four catches, 34 yards. And then Elijah Moore, he caught one pass for 13 yards, was targeted six times as well. And he did have a uh, rush for 19 yards that went in for the touchdown. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. Um what with the good news coming out is that, well, I don't know if it's good news, but uh, the Jets did trade for Joe Flacco to come back to the team. So, got him back from the Eagles. So, I don't think you're going to see Mike Williams start this coming Sunday. So, uh, against the Bengals. That's their next opponent, by the way, that they're hosting. Um, Yeah, and the Bengals are a very hot team coming in. So, uh, yeah, so they're going to have to get their play up for sure. So. And then for the Patriots, uh, they actually travel to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers and what should be a good game. Definitely should be a good game there. So, um, yeah, that that should be a good one on tap for them. So, uh, oh, let me double back to the, to Atlanta. Atlanta next week, they take on the Panthers. Actually, they host the Carolina Panthers in a division battle. So, um, and then for Miami, they go to the, to Buffalo, to face the Bills, a well rested Bills team, by the way, coming off the bye, so uh, that'll be tough sledding for Miami, that's for sure. So, um, and in that case, definitely fire up all your Bills in that one. So let's move on to the New York Giants hosting the Carolina Panthers. And actually, um, this score surprised me too. Giants won 25-3. to um, Let's start with the quarterback. Daniel Jones, uh, he, he, he he played within himself. 33 pass attempts, 23 completions. And then he had um, 20, 203 yards and one touchdown. He also ran eight times for 28 yards, was sacked twice, so... Uh turnover free game for Danny Dimes. You definitely like to see that. That, you know, when your quarterback doesn't turn it over, it does give you a great chance for success. Um, turns of the running game. Devontae Booker still filling in for the injured Saquon Barkley. 14 rushes, 51 yards, and a touchdown, and then he caught two passes for 15 yards on three targets. So you definitely take that. Um that's for sure. So uh it's not great, but you'll you'll take it you know, the touchdown saves saves it, so you definitely take that. And it's back up Elijah Penny, nine rushes, twenty four yards. In terms of the pass game, um Darius Slate Slayton is is back. Um uh, He was targeted nine times, caught five passes for 63 yards. And then Evan Ingram, targeted eight times, six catches, 44 yards. Dante Pettis, five catches for him, 39 yards and a touchdown. And then John Ross, uh, two catches for 27 yards. So there there was no Sterling Shepard, no Kenny Galladay no Saquon of course. So, um and no Kadarius Tony. So, so nice 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 game for uh Danny Dimes and those Giants there. In terms of Carolina, oh boy, did they wet the bed. Sam Darno, 25 pass attempts, 16 completions, only 111 yards, ouch. And one interception and sacked Three times, so not a good game. Not what you want to see out of Sam Darno. So, in terms of the run game, uh, and even the run game game could get started. Chuba Hubbard filling in for the injured McCaffrey. Twelve rushes, twenty-eight yards. Then he caught four passes for twenty-eight yards on five uh targets. Royce Freeman, his backup three catches, three rushes for him, 18 yards and then one catch for one yard on two targets. Turns up the receivers. Dante, not Dante. DJ Moore, six catches, 73 yards on 10 targets. Robbie Anderson continues to absolutely boggle my mind what's going on with him. Three catches, 14 yards. And then Keith Kirk, Kirkwood, three catches, 16 yards on five targets. Oh, and uh, Darno was subbed out of the game for P.J. Walker, who was <laughs> just as dreadful. 14 pass attempts, only three completions, 33 yards. He was sacked three times. So, yeah, so definitely a back-to-the-drawing-board type game for uh Carolina Panthers they gotta go and figure out what's what next week they go to Atlanta to face the Falcons and then for the Jets they get that Monday nighter against the the uh, Chiefs that'll be foaming at the mouth uh, so should be interesting so let's move on to the last of the One o'clock games, and that is the Cincinnati Bengals going to Baltimore and winning that one, 41-17. Wow. Joe Burrow is starting to really put it together, guys. 38 pass attempts, 23 completions, 416 yards, Three touchdowns, one interception, and he was sacked once. So, Joe Burrow's really coming into his own, guys. Um, He's got a solid offense around him. But remember, you know, in the beginning, you know, things were a bit iffy with um, him coming off the knee injury. So, you know, he started out the gate slow, but he's really picked it up, guys. In terms of the run game, Joe Mixon, 12 rushes. 59 yards and a touchdown. You definitely take that. samaji Perkins, 11 rushes for him, 52 yards and a touchdown, and he caught one pass for 23 yards. So, so they kind of split it, split it a bit here, guys, as far as the touches goes. Pretty interesting here. In terms of the receivers, Jamar Chase. Oh my gosh, this kid here. Eight catches, 201 yards, and one touchdown on 10 targets. This, he is by far the top rookie uh, wide receiver of the class. I mean, he and Burrow are clicking. Wow. CJ Uzama, it seemed like every week I'm talking about this guy. Three catches, 91 yards, and two touchdowns. Dare I say, he's a must-add. You you, you got to add him. I, you know, it seems like a touchdown-dependent guy, but he's, get, he's getting the looks, the red zone looks, man. He's getting that above guys like T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Speaking of them, T. Higgins, seven catches, 62 yards on 15 targets, and then Tyler Boyd. Four catches for 39 yards on seven targets. So I say, yeah, Tyler Boyd, is tough to own him right now. It really is because he is just so far in the pecking order over there. Only, well, I think I mentioned this before. Only if a T. Higgins go down, heaven forbid a Chase go down, then you can get some more use out of uh, Tyler Boyd. In terms of the Ravens, Lamar Jackson continue to do Lamar Jackson things, I imagine. Uh, 31 pass attempts, only 15 completions, 257 yards and a touchdown. He ran it 12 times for 88 yards, was sacked five times. Wow. Yeah, so he was under duress for most of the day. Uh, in terms of the run game, De- Devonta Freeman uh, subbing for subbing for Latavius Murray, who had the injury. Four rushes for him, 14 yards and a touchdown. Also caught three passes for 25 yards. Tyson Williams is back. Two rushes for him, 10 yards, and then two catches, 24 yards. In terms of the receivers, Marquise Brown continues to play well. Five catches, 80 yards, and a touchdown. But, but that was on 14 targets, so I'm misfiring. Rashard Bateman uh, stepping in for the injured uh Sammy Watkins. Three catches, 80 yards. And then Mark Andrews, three catches for him, 48 yards on seven targets. So, um, well, the good thing for Baltimore, they're on a bye. So, they can kind of shore things up on the bye and, you know, get back guys back healthy like uh, Latavius Murray. Maybe he can be back for week nine. In terms of Cincinnati, they go to the Jets. Um to MetLife, so yeah, uh, I would put every single well, maybe not Tyler Boyd but every every other bingle I'll fire up, that's for sure, so I'm going to cut it off here guys still have the late slate of games um, where we'll talk about the uh, motivated Raiders team um, really clicking since Gruden's left then we'll talk about um, Derek Goss returned to L.A. to face the Rams. We'll talk about Arizona continue to click uh, click on all cylinders. We'll talk about Tom Brady and his Bucs. We'll talk about uh, the Indianapolis Colts, the Sunday nighter with 49ers and of course the Monday night of Seattle facing the Saints so uh, up there in Seattle so alright guys so I'm going to cut it off here and you'll hear from me again with the late games in the Sunday and Monday night games so my peeps if you enjoy what you're listening to you can follow me on my Facebook page, GD.SportsDude. You also can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD.SportsDude. And also on Twitter, you can find me at GD.SportDude. Also, you can email me at thatsportsdudegd@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can also support me through my Zelle at that same email address. And also on anchor.fm slash gd that sports dude, you can hit the support button there to contribute to this podcast and also like me there as well. And again, I thank you for listening to this content.